Last session, the orphans grabbed some breakfast with the wayward Erebus in an attempt to get to know him a little bit better. Unfortunately, their best intentions were interrupted by an unexpected visit by a group of strange-looking individuals coming to collect Erebus, for what purpose still remains a mystery. As a result of the stress of the endless barrage of questions from his newfound companions and the attack on his person from these mysterious strangers, Erebus unintentionally lashed out with a psychic blast of some sort that waylaid not only the attackers, but a few members of the orphans as well. The team picked up their pieces, returned to their base, and finally reached a shaky agreement with their new companion. In the process, they have deduced a potential reason for the attack on Erebus. The assailants all bore a particular glow from their sternum that bore colors associated with the Infinity Stones, something that they share with Erebus who, himself, who in turn may have had his powers inadvertently enhanced due to his camaraderie with the Avenger known as the Vision. With mysteries still to be solved, the orphans broke to attend the funeral for Colin's grandfather and got moral support and words of wisdom not only from their new pal, Tony Stark, but from the first Avenger himself, Captain America. And, as an alien from a galaxy far, far away, Colin finally got a glimpse of the stars as his grandfather was laid to rest in space. So... Over the next few days, you guys go about the task of helping Dr. Gray Armand and the Stark Tech constru construction crew finish work on the base of operations as Mr. C Mr. Cuddlebear, Nix, and Shatter work on deconstructing the containment unit Lilith's dad had built to contain the Nix energies when they raged out of control. With the assistance of Wong and a teleconference or two with Tony Stark, Cuddles is able to construct a device to shield Erebus's energy signature to a point where he believes should protect him from detection, hopefully avoiding any future confrontations with the individuals who came calling to collect him earlier this week. Construction of the base uh, has, at this point, we've now had several days, maybe even more than a week now of actual downtime, if you can actually believe it. Mm -hmm. uh, and the base is pretty much in full operational mode. So with that in mind, we'll take a little bit of a tour, shall we? Yes, let's show. See, Tiania, we don't cause drama all the time. <laughs> So I guess that's fair. This map I've just pulled up is a representation of your living quarters. Uh, and each of you have separate rooms designed basically the way that you want it. Uh, so with that in mind, if you guys want to take a moment and kind of maybe describe what your room looks like, uh, we'll kind of get a feel for uh, for your little living situation there at the base. I'll, I can go first if everybody's thinking. Oh, I was just kind of looking around. Sorry. Uh, mine's fairly doesn't have a lot of stuff in it because uh, I don't have a lot of stuff. So, you know, I've got my backpack. Uh, 
I've got, you know, just, yeah, there may be some comic books that I might have picked up somewhere, but uh, yeah, that's about it. And there's a picture of of Nick's, so, uh, like, uh, next to the, over the bed, next to the bed, or, you know, somewhere near there. On the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a teenager, young man. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sticky. <laughs> yeah, I'm crazy looking bathroom. So yeah, that's you know, it's yeah, that's that's my stuff. I don't keep much around me. Okay, uh, in my room, it looks like I have this massive uh, gaming setup, which is sweet. I mean, uh, no uh, computers. Uh, I have a ginormous comfy bed. It looks like there's all kinds of, uh, yeah. I like totally thought that was a litter box until I saw the pillow. <laughs> it probably is a litter box. <laughs> I'm smart enough to actually use the bathroom, I guess. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, there's probably some, uh, uh, it's carpeted so I can like scratch on the carpet and stuff. Um, um. There's yeah, um, like a little climbing area around the top, so I can kind of hop like from around like the top of the room. Uh, mostly like the computer is what kind of dominates it. Uh, there's like ambient music playing as well. Um, that's pretty much it. My bathroom is actually super posh and nice, uh, with all kinds of like uh, various like uh, shampoos to keep my fur nice and fluffy. And cute that's pretty much it i have an actual bidet it's not a toilet tube <laughs> would well, shoot you towards the ceiling if you weren't careful <laughs> i guess i'm up i have a nice little zen den a lot of plants i like to try to keep things alive after um spending too much time in my life killing um, bathroom, seems in den as well. Around the bathtub, I got some candles and some things to help me unlax and unlax, unwind and relax. Talking's hard. Talking's hard. <laughs> <laughs> you just created the whole new word. New exactly. Word. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unlaxing. Yeah. Uh, very simple computer desk and very simple kitchenette. Um, uh, so everything that needs to be functional is nice, simple, and functional, and everything else is to um, help me out as I need it. Comfy bed, tucked away in the corner. Not everybody all at once. <laughs> um, oh, hold on a second. I think uh, uh, oh, Sean is, is, yeah, is muted there. <laughs> um, so that's pretty basic. It's sparse. Uh, she has what she's collected from her grandmother's place uh, and what she brought down from school. She's got a limited selection of clothes. Um, her laptop, which is permanently open over on the table, uh, like a little breakfast nook that's below a TV that she uses as a second monitor. Um, doesn't look really lived in. It looks like a hotel room. And including the tiles on the floors. Hmm. That is all. 
I'm going to pick Shatter next. <laughs> so Shatter's room uh, is starting to look a little depressing after a few weeks. Uh, he's <laughs> there. He's struggling with. Um, and so the, the most distinctive thing is, is the court, the curtains over here. He constantly keeps drawn because he cannot decide what kind of glass he wants in that window. I brought home so much <laughs> glass and put up in that window, like just using, you know, my glass powers. I don't like any of them. And then they end up, I end up breaking them. And around my room, there's glass scattered everywhere, but it's not like shattered glass. It's little figurines I've made after I've just gotten bored. My bed is in a constant state of being disheveled. Um, I've spent, you know, if I'm not working on the containment unit or hanging with you guys eating Tocinos or uh, anything, I'm pretty well just chilling. Here. I keep the TV going, um, usually Nick at night or whatever, just something in the background uh, to kind of keep me going. If I'm not making the, if I'm not making the glass, I'm starting to lose my mind because there's not a lot to do and the place is getting a little messy. Uh, I'm letting, I'm kind of letting it get a little disheveled. Uh, kitchen's kitchen's getting a little grungy. It's just uh, it's not looking great in here, guys. Uh, but it is it is what it is. Uh, but it but does it smell? No, no, it, it does. It does. It, there's no smell or anything. It's just uh, a lot of glass, a lot of disheveled and disorganization and messiness, and just not cleaned up after. It's looking. God, I'm kind of tired. All right. So from there. Ooh. We're going to go to the communications hub. Oh, sick. The communications hub is decked out with all kinds of high-tech, start tech equipment. There's a holographic communicator, which allows the viewer to see a 3D image of anyone on a video conference call. It has an AI system that fills in the view from a typical webcam, giving the appearance of a 3D call. Anyone that has access to StarkTech communicators, however, can be seen in crystal clear 3D. The computer system here has been installed with Stark's custom interface, and while it cannot access government files, has a much more precise operating system and search engine than what you've been used to, and it is fully integrated with the Karen AI. Each of the orphans have also now been gifted with communication devices for, in the form of a Stark watch, which allows them to call up small uh, holograms in the field for FaceTime calls with uh, global range. And you've all been equipped with a shared communication with Karen as well. So now you can all talk to Karen. Oh, Karen's mine. <laughs> awesome. Now, that was kind of the brief description that I gave. Is there anything else that you feel like needs to be integrated within the uh, the communications hub? Um, I would definitely like to get us a backdoor into the government systems. <laughs> that would be something you would have to work on. That's not something that uh, that Stark is going to provide you with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was thinking that. Like, that was my first time. I was like... Let's go ahead and upgrade this a little bit. Just so. um, has oh, wow. Karen been reunited with to the Stark servers, or is she still banned from them? Um, you basically, with the access that you've been granted here to the Stark uh, interface, uh, it is it's 
not a f complete interface with Stark Tech. Right. Okay? Um, you have a little bit of a downgraded version to that. Uh, he's not going to give you full access to uh, to his stuff. But it's the next best thing, for sure. Uh, okay, so from here, we'll take a look at engineering. Aw, oh, shit. Ooh. So this is the engineering lab. Uh, in here, there's a central computer hub in the main lobby that controls the advanced engineering cubicles in the climate-controlled room off to the right. These four cubicles are equipped with nanotech 3D printers and, construct, and can construct objects made of up to remarkable material strength. So, with these, you can design costumes, armor, weapons, and other objects in these cubicles. The qualities of these items range from good to remarkable, depending on your reason role during creation. The units can produce up to one ton of material per month as the nanotech, nanotech must regenerate between uses. And the items created within can be no larger than five by 10 by eight. And then we go to the chem lab. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are those uh, filled with like columns of us? Little four clusters in the. <laughs> yeah, it contains uh, a table in the center for experiments that can be, and the table itself can be converted into an autopsy table if needed. Uh, you've been supplied with an array of chemicals for experimentation, nothing too volatile. And if you need special components, you'll have to put in a request with Dr. Armand. There are several chambers on the platform surrounding the work table that are filled with various types of fluid. These chambers can be used for containment of life forms, placing them in a suspended animation and providing nutrients for survival and sustenance should the need arise. There's also several mini greenhouses off to the right for plant growth as well. I okay. did that specifically for you, Dragon. <laughs> First thing I'm doing when I have some free time is finding a life-size Luke Skywalker and putting him in one of the tanks. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably build one in the engineering. Lab. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to waste the... Um, the... <laughs> um, all right, so let's look at the containment cells. Ooh, we have our own. So this room is effectively a high-security mini-jail uh, built to contain prisoners on a short-term basis. Dr. Armand stresses that the this particular room kind of skirts the line on legality, as the orphans are not officers of the law. Any captives should be housed here on a temporary basis and turned over to the authorities as soon as possible. Wink, wink. There are three cells in total in this room. The walls of each are made of vibranium and should hold individuals as strong as the Hulk. The doors are high-density plasma shields of unearthly material strength. 
All right, so now we're in the med lab. Uh, and the med lab has four separate triage units up in the upper area there where injuries can be treated by Stark Tech med bots. There's also a surgical bay in the center for more grievous in, in, injuries and a sensory deprivation tank uh, over on the uh, left side of the room that has psi blockers for anyone suffering from mental anguish or an individual maybe that possesses powers raging out of control. <laughs> nice. Um, from here... In the containment room, mm -hmm. um, does that include the Nix containment or is that still in a, a shed or a storage unit up, up north? Uh, you guys, and this was kind of in my little uh, description there of the recap uh, earlier, would have already taken that apart uh, and ha have basically kind of taken components from it to create the uh, device that would block um, Erevis's powers from detection. So these chambers that are inside here should be strong enough to contain something like the Nix entity as well. Okay. And that's in the med bay? Or uh, no, that's in that's in the containment cells. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. And technically that uh, deprivation tank would probably work as well. Uh, let's see here. So from here, we're going to go to the training room. What's Rampage? So the training room is equipped with an array of holographic projectors and hard light generators. Ooh, it, is, it essentially creates a virtual environment that the heroes can physically interact with, essentially the equivalent of the holodeck or the danger room. The walls in here are also laced with vibranium, so the heroes can go whole hog without fear of breaking down the house. And then last but not least, we have the landing pad. Woohoo! So the roof has been fortified to sustain the weight of the air shark, the flying vehicle you sort of stole from the secret empire. <laughs> Critty Knoll has forged some paperwork from Darren Cross, signing over the vehicle to the orphans in a very legal-looking document. With the helps from the folks from Stark Tech, Critty Knoll has also integrated the Karen AI into the ship, and either Colin or Cuddlebear can utilize their armor to fly the ship. Alright, so... That is your uh, tour of the base. Now, having kind of talked about all of that, is there anything else that you guys think that uh, that maybe I missed? Not particularly. I mean, I didn't know the kitchen or anything. I have yeah, no, they, I mean, you don't have to do it, but the only mm -hmm. thing that, that Colin would want would be a gym. And technically, that training room would act as go. that for yeah. you. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Let's see here where I'm going to put you. We're going to go back to the communications hub here. Does the ship have a cloaking technology? Uh, yes, it does. All right. So, um, 
as you guys are kind of winding down your tour, um, you get a notification from Karen uh, that says, uh, well, first day of business, you've already got someone at the front door. I believe uh, Mr. Murdoch is here with Martin Lee and Darius Wonder. Oh. I hope they brought housewarming presents. <laughs> um, I think the whole house is a warming present. <laughs> um, yeah, Karen, just let yeah, show them in. And I'll, I'll head down. All right. Um, so Matt, Martin, and Darius uh, are all there. Uh, Matt has a briefcase uh, that he's carrying along with him. And he says, uh, so, I see, you've, I understand that you've got uh, everything set up here at the base. Um, yeah, it's Martin, pretty sweet. You want Martin, a tour? Martin has been by and, and kind of gave me updates on how things were going. It sounds like you've got a pretty nice setup. Yeah, we're really happy with it. Uh, like I said, you want a tour? Oh, sure. There's not much for me to see, but <laughs> well, we can tell you can about explain it. it to me. Yeah, that way um, you'll know. You know, if we say we're, you know, in the communications lab, you'll know what floor it's on. That's true. All right, so you guys can take a little bit of time and give him the the nickel tour, uh, and once you wrap up, you guys kind of end up back down in the uh, communications hub, and and Matt says that he's got some information that he wants to now share with you because things have kind of reached a point with the courts uh, that we are getting to the point where we really need to address these Sokovia Accords. So, kids, here's the deal. There's a lot of information that we've got to cover. Uh, so... Bear with me. I have the accords here uh, for you to review. Uh, and I'm sure that you'll probably have a lot of questions regarding these. But let's maybe save it until after I complete the reading of the accords. Uh, and with that being said, you might want to take notes. So... Here are the accords in uh, kind of shortened legalese. And this is how it starts. The, the accords state that any enhanced individuals who agree to sign must register with the United Nations and provide biometric data such as fingerprints and DNA samples. Those with secret identities must reveal their legal names and true identities to the United Nations. Those with innate powers must submit to a power analysis, which will categorize their threat level and determine potential health risks. Those with innate powers must also wear tracking bracelets at all times. Any enhanced individuals who sign are prohibited from taking action in any country other than their own unless they are first given clearance by either that country's government or by a United Nations subcommittee. Governments are forbidden from deploying enhanced individuals outside of their own national borders 
unless those individuals are given clearance as described above. The same rule also applies to non-government organizations that operate on a global scale. Any enhanced individuals who do not sign will not be allowed to take part in any police, military, or espionage activities, or to otherwise participate in any national or international conflict, even within their own country. As a corollary, they will not be allowed to participate in any active missions undertaken by private or governmental law enforcement, military, or intelligence organizations. Any enhanced individuals who use their powers to break the law, including those who take part in extra-legal vigilante activities, or are otherwise deemed to be a threat to the safety of the general public, may be detained indefinitely without trial. If an enhanced individual violates the Accords or obstructs the actions of those enforcing the Accords, they may likewise be arrested and detained indefinitely without trial. The use of technology to bestow individuals with innate superhuman capabilities is strictly regulated as it is the as is the use and distribution of highly advanced technology such as Asgardian and Chitari weaponry. The creation of self-aware artificial intelligence is completely prohib prohibited. The Avengers will no longer be a private organization and will operate under the supervision of the United Nations. So I bring these facts to your attention so that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt what we're up against here. The issue that we are dealing with is the fact that you are known superpowered individuals that have now been forced into the public eye. The hard fact is, is that you are still legally orphans. And as such, other than myself as your appointed counsel, have no legal power of attorney as far as guardianship due to the events of the blip. I looked into it, and yes, this also includes Mr. Cuddlebear. By law, you would be considered, considered a stray. And without proper paperwork showing an official adoption, you would have to be legally moved to a shelter. And since there are no laws regarding superpowered animals, your fate would be at the hands of the shelter, and we would likely not like the outcome. Now, here's some stuff that the three of us, me, Darius, and Martin, have discussed that may make this pill a little easier to swallow. The good thing about a public stance on the Accords means that you would be able to act in the public eye without fear of retribution as long as you adhere to the laws. We could get you fully sanctioned by the government as emissaries for the House of Ganymede. In the last few weeks, Darius has had to accept the Sokovia Accords in order to continue to offer sanctuary for the superpowered teens residing at the House of Ganymede. Unfortunately, this has likely ostracized individuals like yourselves 
from seeking help and is forcing kids with dangerous abilities out on the streets. Now, we all agree that a public acceptance from the kids seen defending themselves against the house of blue lights would send a message to kids less fortunate than yourselves that it's okay to sign these documents if it means they will have a safe haven in return. Now, with that being said, here's some other pertinent information. The Sokovia Accords do not apply to feast. Feast is not regulated under the Sokovia Accords. And Martin has made a bit of a secret arrangement with Darius to offer shelter to kids that are not going to sign or too afraid to sign the Accords. Now Martin has also agreed to apply to become your legal guardian, accepting all responsibility for your housing, care, and continued education until you reach the legal aid of 18. Now, uh, Kalara, your uh, Colin's grandmother, uh, has been kind of just standing by in the wings here while this is has all been discussed and she kind of clears her throat and speaks up for a moment and basically asks you know what with her being a blood relative to colin what would be the possibility of her applying to at least be his legal guardian and matt says well since you are an alien species and are new to this planet it brings up a conundrum for me as a lawyer of the law of this planet you could set up a separate identity for yourself uh, that is a human identity and colin could pretend to be human as well but that puts me in a difficult position should anything arise to show that Colin is not of this earth. And with us having to, if we sign the accords, if you sign the accords, it would be very evident that Colin is not of this earth. So that's kind of where we are at this point. So I wanted to at least open this up to you guys, let you know exactly what it is that we're up against. And this is the time now to really open up a discussion and figure out what steps that you guys want to take next as a group. Um, Are my considered an eight? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so if we're, uh, basically under Mr. Lee's care, does that basically kick the can down the road until we're up to age? Uh, how do you mean? Or do we, if, if, so, cause basically since the House of Ganymede, uh, has signed the accords, everybody there is basically de facto registered. Are they, are they not? In anyone that is brought in to the House of Ganymede, and our residents there must sign the accords 
in order to be housed there. But you said as feast residents, they're no, they're not required to. That's true because there's nothing in the books that uh, um, Martin has to claim that he has a superpowered individual staying there. Is that only until they're of age, or is that for what? Well, essentially, this this basically means is a it's a don't ask, don't tell kind of policy that Martin is going by there at feast. So if someone mm-hmm. comes to him that has been sent by Darius from the house of Ganymede, he will bring them in, no questions asked, and he does not, they do not have to divulge what their powers are to him unless they want to. Could we not just be a branch of Feast? You are already known. That's the problem. Uh, because of the video that had gone out uh, of your battle between yourselves and the house of blue lights the government knows basically that you exist and who you are or at least know what your alternate identities are we would have to either acquire completely new identities or sign or not sign you have correct right and if you don't sign, then you would be marked as basically enemies of the state, just like Captain America and Black Widow are. Is there, Matt, is there any middle ground on this? What if I sign your, I'm not wearing a fucking tracking device. How about that? I'll sign your cords all day. I'll follow everything on them. I'm not wearing a fucking tracking device. And if you sign the accords, you're signing away that right. There's no middle ground here. The, the This as it is as far down as I could get it. Is this until we're 18 or you sign the accords, you wear the tracking device all the time? The Avengers wear the tracking devices. Uh, How is uh, that legal? It's in these accords. I'll give a so shit. How is it, it legal? You're tagging somebody and keeping an eye on them 24-7. That is illegal. Yeah, so we sign away our rights or... Right. Uh, Criminals, but we're going to be treated like criminals anyway. Exactly. Under somebody's care, if we're already being monitored like that, I monitor um, this. I I don't understand, Matt. Come on, there's got to be something we can do. Doesn't I, that I'm, also put us in some inherent danger if we're always monitored? And you're monitoring <laughs> underage girls. That's I, sorry. Uh, Colin, I'm with Nick's on this one. There's no way in hell I'm signing that accord. So what steps do we need to do I need to take to protect myself the next time I go out and stop some friggin' organization from screwing this world up? The tracking device for me. I'm with Colin. I I don't disagree with anything you guys are saying. Trust me. I mean, I think this whole thing is a load of bullshit, and it was a load of bullshit when I had to go to court about this a couple of years ago, before the blip happened. What are you doing? I have a secret identity. And I lay low. 
What does Steve Rogers do? He's just on the run. He technically is on the run. Uh, I was honestly surprised to see him uh, at the funeral. Well, maybe not surprised. Um, he he came out of hiding briefly to assist my clients uh, when we were in the court system trying to defend uh, officers of the law uh, from the Sokovia Accords as well. Okay, I have a stupid, 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 wonderful idea. <laughs> yeah. But it's going to require one thing to work. Okay. We've got to find my missing clone. What? We send our clones to sign. I create five duplicates of myself. They shapeshift into each of you. We send them to sign the accords. And you're all going to end up being. You're all going to end up being scrolls. But then they stay here with the tracking devices on while we go out and fuck things up. Does anybody have a better idea? Because I would personally love to find that clone. Outside of that, I don't see any other way. Because again, not wearing a tracking device. Um, along that vein, rather than going through the effort of uh, cloning ourselves, although I do agree that we probably should find the missing clone. Along those lines, we could just as easily sign and then clone the tracking device or at least the signal thereof so that is always wherever we are at it would be essentially like using a vpn just for the system we're gonna that's guaranteeing that's taking the risk that we can do that after they put the tracking devices on us yeah i don't trust it i i mean in this case if i have got... i have complete trust in your abilities but i just that that tracking device is not going on my body. Hey, what yeah, I'm, I'm what so... happens if we get caught? Hmm? Get Whether caught, we sign do... or not, if we step out of line, what happens? Where then do we go? You would be taken to some sort of supermax prison. So we'd be on the run. Which well, either way, if we don't sign, we're on the run. We were arrested in our very first endeavor, so, and you can see how that took. I kind of chuckle. I, I, guys, I it, don't know if I can risk that. I don't know if I want to go back into no, some sort of an asylum or a prison or I, I don't want to be locked down again. I mean, I don't want to be tracked. I don't agree with any of this, but I don't know. It's okay. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. If you end up deciding you need to sign for you to protect yourself, that's fine. That doesn't affect all of us necessarily. It, you got to do what's right for you. But I mean, am I a risk if I'm here being tracked and you guys aren't? Or like, does that put any of us at risk? If is it like, if we all sign? Do we all need to sign? Do we all not need to sign? Do we need to be on an agreed front? Like, what do we what do we do here? Um, it is a good question. 
I Matt, think. Do you have any thoughts on the Frick, you're starting to get a lot of feedback. I'm listening right now. Uh, and I'm treating most of this as off the record, just so you know. Most? Which parts aren't you? <laughs> okay, it's all off the record. Okay. Thank you. And besides, there's client attorney privilege anyway. And this is all speculative that we're discussing right now. Mm -hmm. If we're going to stay together as a team, then we all need to make the same decision. Because uh, well, I don't want if one of us signs and we start going out and doing crap, I don't want to be responsible for getting. And we get caught, then we're all responsible for that person. I say we all have to sign or we all don't. I have a question, uh, Mr. Um, they've seen video reporting us to do various things, but what actual concrete proof do they have of any of us and our abilities? Could we not challenge the fact that we are imbued with powers and then for force them to prove that we do? To prove that you actually have powers? Yes. That'd be a tricky road um, because certainly there's with the video that's out there of you guys going up against the House of Blue Lights, there's there's definite video evidence of powers being used. Now, Tiania, you were not a part of the group at that point. Um, so everything that I have been truthfully dealing with at this point has really only been for Shatter, Spider Wasp, Nyx, and Colbert. The courts don't know, Theania, that you even exist. Same thing for Erebus. So that would that give them some level of plausible deniability, then I think if, I mean, even if we were in some way caught, they've got at least some out of this saying they didn't, you know, this conversation never happened. They don't know you, you know, I mean, they're just with us, and then they can learn about the accords and make a decision at that time. The rest of us are the ones taking this, right? Right now, it's the four of you. Then there you go, Tiania. We're good. Let's let the clones do their thing, and then you got some deniability. You'll be all right. Let us take the risk. Do they know the connection between me and Nix? <laughs> Uh, no. Well, I was going to say, effectively, you have a secret identity as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not signing that. They can catch me if they want, but gods don't sign leases. <laughs> and neither do cats. And I'm technically not human, so your laws don't apply to my body. And that's kind of going back to what I was going to what I was saying. They would still have to prove that I have abilities in order for me to be quote and possible threat. 
like anything on video. I, I think if we actively try to debunk the video of us are attacking, we can maybe dismantle their whole case. I think the simple fact that they saw a cat-sized Iron Man suit would give them some kind of idea that you had abilities. It'd be any cat. That's true. This is again, true. Again, it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the burden of proof is on them. Prove that this cat was the cat, or was the toy drone flying around the sky. Now, okay, so... Now, and I just meow at the... I, here's here's something maybe that I could do in in the meantime before we come to a definite decision. Cuddlebear and Lilith. With your permission, I'd like to take a DNA sample from both of you because here's my thinking Lilith you are for lack of a better word joined with a godlike entity correct sure and it is a form of possession once was so I would be curious to know whether or not your DNA actually shows superpowers I think we could do that in our lab here we could we could mm -hmm. yeah I'd, I'd like to keep a hold of my blood if you don't mind and yeah. with mine would mine would just show I would possibly just show I alien Right, yes. that's, an out for, yes. that's an out for her, though. Yes. Mm -hmm. And with Cuddlebear, you have been changed by whatever scientific procedure it was that gave you the powers that you now possess. The Terrigen Mist, yes. But did that, did that change you genetically? I am quite certain that it did um uh, the the I I, I I i i don't know for sure i suppose we, we sh i should pro probably check but i feel like uh this is i i am evolving i have evolved but it is a pro as a con it is a process that is going the nature of the the charogen mist is to interact with the genetic structure of the individual and bring about this uh, metamorphosis, as it were. All right, then, since you have the lab here, let's run a DNA test then on everybody and just see what turns up. He who's 100% that bitch. <laughs> What'd you say? Said, see who's 100% that bitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We all know you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm down with 
finding out I'm an alien. 3% Cree. What? <laughs> Let's go. To the lab. To the lab. All right, That's so I would imagine Cuddlebear is going to be the one probably running the test, maybe Fresh. with Shatter. Mm-hmm. Be my assistant. All right, so I'll have the two of you guys make a uh, reason feat, and if you have any bonuses like chemistry or uh, genetics or anything of the sort, you may add that to it. Um, let me go ahead and pop karma and get chemistry. Ooh. I I would go for uh, genetics. Like if I were you. I'd roll uh, I've only got three, so I'm going to do that and call Karma. Yep. Okay, there we go. I have I have genetics for the next hour, because I'm going to forfeit. Uh, and then I'll call Karma for the roll. Uh, 60. Um, Unearthly is deep, deep yellow. Okay. And then you called Karma to get it to a red? Oh, uh, yes, I should. Uh, I did call Karma, so let's go ahead and take it to the red. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I just got to spend 10. Okay, so. 26. Shatter uh, comes up with markers that will show uh, that he has been genetically altered. Uh, I mean, you're essentially testing glass for DNA. Uh, so that one's pretty much a no-brainer. Obviously, um, Colin comes up uh, with markers that do not show anything resembling human DNA. Nix comes up clean, showing just human. Yeah. Good. Um, Cuddlebear shows up primarily cat. <laughs> But there are there are markers there that do show uh, superpowered uh, individual. Yes, as I, I suspected. Theania comes up clean, human, uh, and Erebus uh, comes up with markers that do show superhuman capability. But nobody knows him yet, so he's okay. Right. Okay. Well, the good news is, is we wouldn't have to find my clone for my plan to work. <laughs> so yeah, it's basically so, me and Shatter. Yeah, color bear Shatter and Spider Wasp just showing as not human, right? Color bear uh, Shadow. Sp uh, Spider Wasp and Erebus. Oh, Erebus oh. too. Mm -hmm. But nobody knows him, so he's clear. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I'm still good with the clone plan. I believe we tried to get you to shapeshift uh -huh. my form, though. Couldn't quite do it. Let's try it going to create a clone 
Mm-hmm. And then we will see if I can shift into cuddles with the clone. Okay. I'll call karma. I have a night ticket to yellow. Now, we may need to look into the yeah. rules on that a bit. I That's, think that there yeah. is a little bit of a caveat in there. <laughs> if you look at the scroll wiki, mm -hmm. it says that they can alternate their size, grow new limbs, and mimic sounds and voices. Okay. Shapeshifter says to achieve any desired shape, so... It just says the despite appearances, the hero retains basic chemical composition unless other powers are used like body transformation or whatever. Mm -hmm. can attempt to a change into any form uh, success determined by the feat. Okay, so, but here's the thing. Normal duration is determined by power rank. If the hero attempts a shape that exceeds his normal size limits, not more than 150% or, or less than 50% his size, the effects of the duration, dropping it to the equivalent of minus three column shift. Okay, yeah. so it's it's all about the duration. So <laughs> technically, you can do it. You just can't do it for extended periods of time. Right. So that that would mean in this instance, if the clone signs the accords <laughs> as the cat. <laughs> uh, then he could come back to the base, shift yeah. into his regular form, and then if anything were to arise, could shift back to the cat form. Right. And how long is the time? Uh, I'd still like to work on a way to clone the the tracking signal, just as a, a plan B, like a safety net. Just yeah, we'd yeah, we'd have to get the tracker first, though. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Now, one of the issues that I think that you might run into there is once those tracking devices. My understanding is once those tracking devices are locked into place you have to be at a designated location, government sanctioned, to have them unlocked. So once they're on, they're on, and you cannot take them off. And I'm just guessing here, there's probably no way to use any of the fancy new fun equipment, because I'm just guessing if, if Stark hasn't figured it out, we're not going to figure it out, like a way to dampen that. Yes, he willingly is not. He's not fighting it. Yeah, no, that's true. We might. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I like the clone idea. Yeah, but then that means we have to have the clones always wearing them. Yep. The, the clones would have to always be wearing them, yes. <laughs> it's a risk we gotta take, though. I'm not doing it. Yeah, see, that's a, that's a kind of a gamble. <clears throat> I mean, I'm pretty sure I could figure out a way to, you know, fake, fake the signal. So they're even like once they take them off, that it's not going to raise any alarms or anything. But it's still kind of rolling the dice. Um, literally, I guess. Part of me, 
our lawyer doesn't hasn't even signed the accords, and he's the one trying to get us to do it. Yeah. I'm, he doesn't have to. I'm not trying to get you to do it. All I'm trying to do is represent you to the courts, uh, because your superhero identities have become known to the United States government. My superhero identity is is known, but they don't know who I am. Um. Yeah. I still. I. I still think. It, I think we should. Uh, I think we deny it all. You get make them have to prove that we actually have powers before we sign. I agree. Yeah, I'm just They're made gonna, I'm, I'm me. I can't. I mean. I can create a new persona and disappear. Right, right, right. And with, uh, you know, and then with, you know, my invisibility power, I can use that to come and go as I please. Matt, I have one more very important question. Go ahead. From the time of this conversation, about how long would we have before we were essentially marched to the courts to sign or have to file some sort of refusal or, or whatever? What I mean, what, what what is our time frame here? 24 hours a week? What do we got? I've been delaying this as much as I can. I don't know how much longer I can go. Give me a week. If you can give me a week, give me in pedals a week. Let me find a way. Get, let me find a way to not be this. I didn't want to be this to begin with. We've been talking about it for a long time. I love you guys. I love being a hero. I don't want to be this. Give me a I, week. I can probably give you get you a month. Great. That that's more than enough, right, pedals? You and I can figure this out. That will be that should be sufficient. Pick this can just a little further down the road. That's all I'm asking at this point. And then if we gotta pull some kind of trigger a month from now, we haven't figured it out, then we'll figure it out then. Give us as much as you can and let me figure out a way to not be this. Karen's voice comes across the uh intercom. My apologies for the interruption, but there's a distress call coming from Ryder of the poorly named Scroll Kill Crew. Put it through immediately. Cuddles. Cuddles, this is Ryder. We've got a big problem, buddy. The Scrollovia virus has apparently ramped up to the next level in Riot's system. And for the record, that's the big alien-looking member of the Scroll Kill crew. I wrote him in. She was one of the first test subjects to rot to survive the DNA splicing, and I think I told you that she lost the ability to shift back to her human form a while back. Well, something happened this morning. She started having a seizure and then started mutating further. We were all trying to help, keep her calm, hold her down, whatever. But she was too strong, tore through us like butter, and then leapt through the wall and out into the city. 
Oh shit. We're all alive, but injured. Our hideaway is on the outskirts of Chinatown and she's tearing up the streets out below. She's out of control and I didn't know who else to call. Okay. Um, we will go to her last known location and try to subdue her. Uh, make your way to our location now and we have medical facilities here. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. Uh, everybody's down. Um, I'll see what I can do, but I'm not sure how long it's been. I've got knocked out, but I can see down the street. There's a weird light coming from where all the chaos is happening. Some sort of digital blue glow of some sort. I don't know what that is, but she's down there and she's tearing shit up. We're on it. Um, I kind of look around uh, the group. Uh, let's go and get this girl. She needs our help. Yeah, it sounds like it. We can figure out this accord stuff later. Just giving him more ammunition. But I'm game. I can't worry about that right now. Mm, I know. I agree. Um, to the ship. Matt kind of raises his hand for a moment. Do you want your legal counsel to come along? Or sure. the other guy? If you're free. Both. <laughs> if the other guy is free, though. They're kind of one and the same, right? Wouldn't hurt. He uh, takes his tie off and tosses it onto the table, reaches into his back pocket and pulls out a uh, black hood and ties it around his face. Uh, it comes down to like nose level. Uh, and he says, that's about as suited up as I'm gonna get, but we'll make it work. That's some weak ass Superman shit going on there, Matt. Simple well, yet effective. <laughs> I don't have nanotechnology where I can just uh, have my costume appear. We've got the technology. <laughs> we'll talk about that when out. we get back. Do we want to take the ship and be obvious ah. that this is what's going on? Oh, you got a cloaking device on that. Okay. Right, and plus, I feel I feel like we can swing by and pick up the skull crew. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, okay. It's probably better than a giant black toboggan going around the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little, a little more conspicuous. Yeah. Let's I don't want to drive yet. So, all right, uh, Cuddles, you want to drive or you want me to drive? Ooh, I want to drive. I figured this much. <laughs> All right, so you will need to make a uh, an agility uh, feat. Well, let me uh, call Karma and get piloting. Or, or actually, I tell you what, probably reason. Um, okay, I just acquired piloting. Um, okay, ninety-seven. I'll have that for all day. Okay, and then reason for piloting. Yep. Uh, for that. 
<laughs> Good thing I did. <laughs> they're rolling 18. Uh, but I'm on an earthly, so. Uh, so that's 28. That's green. All right. Let's spin the 10. Okay, so you guys head towards Chinatown. Uh, and as you guys are approaching on the air shark, uh, you're kind of flying in over top. Uh, and you can spot quite a crowd that has gathered uh, just outside of uh, the entrance to Chinatown. Um, the block itself is encased in what seems to be some sort of shimmering containment dome. Uh, and that must be the blue glow that Ryder was talking about. Outside the dome uh, are a smattering of individuals, all kind of decked out in kind of somewhat high-tech uh, outfits. And I'll pull this up for you here so you can kind of see what they look like. Kind of like uh, heavy-duty, almost like police riot uh, uniforms with uh, full headgear uh, and goggles uh, and decked out in blues and blacks. Uh, and then you've got a few other individuals, one that looks very familiar to some of you, and that is this individual here, Anne-Marie Hogue who is the leader of damage control. No. Uh, along with her, there are a couple of other uh, individuals dressed in suits. You've got Sadie Deaver, uh, kind of a tall, thin uh, brunette. And you've got... Agent Barry, um, kind of a fit-looking middle-aged uh, gentleman with uh, with brown hair. He looks like a Barry. Mm -hmm. And Anne Marie's mm -hmm. a character actress Margot Martindale vibes. <laughs> That's um, but um, Daly. Daly. Yeah. Daly. Yeah. Ah, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> I was very familiar. I know it's not Margot Martindale, but she's very familiar. But that makes Cagney sense. Lacey. Exactly. Yeah, can't There's a couple more individuals that are kind of scattered about as well. Two that are monitoring a uh, kind of high-tech looking uh, kind of computer array that has just been erected at the corner. Uh, one of them is this individual. Uh, kind of a bigger uh, African-American gentleman with a uh, kind of salt and pepper beard and next to him dressed all in white is this individual that those of you as the player characters might recognize as ghost from uh, the second ant-man film uh over on the ground next to sadie deaver is an Asian girl, the Visioneer, and uh, Clint, 
This is the individual that you confronted on the rooftop across from the house of Ganymede the first time that you guys faced off uh, with damage control. Mm -hmm. Uh, She is laying on the ground unconscious and Sadie is, uh, is tending to her. So that's the scene from the air. What do you guys want to do with that information? Go home. (laughs) inside the dome just so you know what's going on in there uh, there's four more individuals that are facing off against Riot Um, and I'm going to have Cuddlebear and uh, Spider Wasp make a uh, either reason or intuition feat Karma. I know nothing. I got a dream. All right, I'm going to show these pictures to you here first, and then uh, I'll tell you what you figured out there, Cuddle Bear. All right, so now Riot, first off, uh, and I'll pull her picture up here for you too. Give me just a second on that. I got to figure out where I put her. Uh, Let's see here. That would be there. Okay, so there's Riot. You guys remember what she looked like. And this is actually kind of after what Ryder had told you, the fact that he called her she is a bit of a surprise. Yes. Because I think everybody thought that she was a male, uh, but it's actually a female. Uh, She is about three times the size as what you remember her being. Uh, So she was about eight feet tall uh and she's probably closer to about 24 feet tall now uh and then the ones that are facing off against her you have this guy here they're all dressed basically as kind of decked out uh construction workers this is pile driver this is bulldozer these are transformer names, aren't they? <laughs> this is Thunderball. <laughs> what about his thunderous balls? <laughs> and then you have the Wrecker. This guy's at YMCA. <clears throat> right. Mm-hmm. Now, um, what, uh, what uh, Cuddlebear has deduced from looking at these guys battling Riot... They're all carrying various weapons. Thunderball has like a ball and chain. Uh, Pile Driver has these two large gauntlets that he's wearing on his arms. Uh, Bulldozer has that crazy-looking helmet uh, on, and uh, the Wrecker uh, has basically a, a big iron crowbar that he's carrying. Those four items look suspiciously like the four items that were confiscated from the uh, Hell's Kitchen uh, precinct the day that the original orphans first met. (laughs) I was just talking about this day. The day we all met and we got arrested. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) those items were uh, supposedly uh, Asgardian in nature. Uh, I'll kind of relay that to the people. Like, oh, a blast from the past. Oh, shit. 
Um, hey, Chris, am I, is the dome blocking me from feeling the powers of the people that are inside of it? Hmm, that's a good question. And then you don't have a freeform sheet on the Visioneer. Right, yeah, because she, she's uh, she's unconscious. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, and I, I just didn't go to the trouble of actually doing that because I knew she wasn't going to be up and awake. You do feel her powers, but they're the same powers that you had felt you know, yeah. before with her. And I think you still have one of those, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the dome goes, let's see here. There's only a couple I would feel, so. Right. Uh, yeah, you can feel them. Okay. These guys are built to take a punishment, guys. They're going to need to be. Look how huge she is. Mm. Well, you don't think they're going to go after us when they see us? I feel like they have bigger fish to fry. Plus, we are in a bit of a limbo at this point. Um, So I don't feel like we're in violation of the Accords yet. We could just, you know, we were just about to sign and then this happened. It's the darndest thing. Imagine that. But damage control has been after us from the get go. And Matt Matt speaks up and he says, yeah, if um, if there was anybody that was going to actively try to take you down, it would be these guys. So not only are we going to have to calm Riot down, subdue her. And get her to safety. And take care of the guys with the Asgardian weapons and fairly decent resistance to pretty much any physical or energy attack. And then we get to take on a bunch of damage control agents a ghost and if the visioner wakes up i feel like this may be a case for diplomacy anything that you guys do against damage control is going to put the nail in the coffin exactly we must tread quite lightly. Mm. Put me down on the roof. Okay. Uh, which one? Uh, the one with the blue sign uh, over here in the corner. What happens if that dome goes down? Well, I think Riot gets out. I'm guessing that that little electronic setup they got on the corner there that's what's controlling that and that's pulling a lot of energy and if that energy is taken away that dome goes down I can fly down and grab Riot take, uh, take her into the air and you it's pretty big 
pick her up. That's for sure. Um, Whether I can contain her is a totally different thing. So I could, I just need to get close enough to that. I can go down on the roof with Matt, be invisible, and use my electronic, my electric control to cut the power to that. The dome drops. We sweep down, pick up Riot in a ball of black. You guys go, keep the ship invisible, and I can make my way back. Right, and the chance that this doesn't work, Matt, do you have another mask in your back pocket? Because I feel like I probably don't need to be out here showing my face in case this doesn't go well. Agreed. Uh, Nix, you, I want you to take me with you to retrieve Riot. Perhaps I can try to reach her. That's uh, a good calm, idea. Calm her down. All right. Slash and grab, slash jailbreak, slash get the fuck out of Dodge. I like it. Here's what let's do. Colin. We'll do what you say. You come down on the roof with me. I'll go down on the main level as Matt and try to handle this from a diplomatic point of view. Yes, if you could explain to them her the nature of her condition and that she is in effect dying and being kind of driven mad by her disease, perhaps they will not be so heavy-handed with her. I'll do some talking, and I'll see what I can do. If things look like they're going south, I'll give you a signal. And I'll reach up and scratch my earlobe. Just be on the lookout for that. And if that's the case, take down the shield and then get Riot out of there. Okay. All right, wish me luck. Good luck. Good luck, everybody. May the force be with you. Mm -hmm. And Tiani, you just stay in the ship. What now. if you guys need me? Hmm? What if you guys need me? I'll be here uh, with you. I'll, Any of us will come down. I'll take off my you know, hoodie or whatever I'm actually kind of wearing right now before I suit up. Got some scissors. Got a knife. <laughs> there you go. We shall print you when we get back. And then I'll, I'll suit up and Go invisible. All right. All right. So Matt jumps out of the uh, out of the air shark uh, and lands gracefully on top of the building. Um, and I'll fly down. He takes his mask off, sticks it in his back pocket, and then heads to a um, fire escape, and then works his way down the back of the building. Uh, and then eventually you guys see him approach, hands up, uh, 
and approaches Amory Hogue. Uh, and the two of them begin a discussion. Um, I look kind of turned next. Do you want to take to the sky, so we're uh, so we're in position? Because if he gives the signal, we're gonna have to swoop in fast. I'll be able to see him, and then I can let you know over the communicator. Then you guys can hover over top of the the dome in the air shark. Oh, that's fine. All right, so let's get let's get old Matt on the map here. Okay, so he's out of earshot from most of you guys. Uh, um, maybe Cuddle Bear might be able to hear. <laughs> In eleven areas. Yeah, you're probably on the outer outskirts of that, and then there's sounds of a battle going on inside there as well. So it'll it'll be difficult to hear, but you do hear him. This is gonna be, my telepathy is. Uh, oh, the telepathy. Is, yeah, sure. I was gonna try to at least keep him in the loop, uh, so we what's gonna kind of going on. All right, so he is going to roll. Persuasion. <laughs> Persuasion. Oh God! Oh no. Well, for, fortunately, he's got karma. <laughs> I heard karma. And Anne-Marie <laughs> rolls a 35. She also has karma. <laughs> Is her karma? Oh. She's a bitch. She can't have karma. <laughs> And you see the two of them kind of in a bit of a heated discussion. Um, And they're at a bit of a stalemate. Hey, shut up. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, really keeping it even. Getting more heated as we go. (laughs) Aha. There we go. Oh, shut up. Um, and Matt departs from Amory Hogue uh, and comes back up the uh, the fire escape and joins Spider Wasp on top of the building. And you've got the telepathic link going, correct? Yes. Okay. Okay, so here's what I discussed. I've alerted Anne-Marie to the fact that I am your legal counsel, that we are in the process of discussing the terms of the Sokovia Accords, and that you have had dealings with the individual that they are currently ensconced with inside the dome. I've convinced her that it is very possible that you may be able to get through to Riot uh, and get her calmed down. So at this point, when I let them know, they will briefly take down the containment field and allow 
some of you or all of you to go in if need be. They're going to radio ahead to the wrecking crew that is on the inside to fall back right prior to that moment happening. And then you can drop in and they're going to pull the containment unit back up. But I have been assured that they will take no action against you as long as you do the same. Wait. Score one for diplomacy. Do you want me to follow you guys into the dome or stay outside the dome in case this is some elaborate trick to track you to trap us inside the dome? Uh, Let's Matt, get rid of the dome. You think? Do you think they were being sincere? You seem like a good judge of character. Well, if they weren't being sincere, then I can certainly take them to court. <laughs> While we're incarcerated. Well, they and can't. Have we, tracking devices put on us unwillingly. I was going to say, I don't think they can take us. Like, if we wanted to get, if we wanted to just leave, there, there's not much they could do to stop us. Uh, but let us, I, I think we should have faith in, in them for now. I'm going to hang out. Uh, I'll swoop in if things start to go south with Riot. Well, you I'm, I'm going to stay outside the dome. I don't trust her. Pull us out of the fire with the ship. Like if it, if it, you know, if need be. Yeah. All right. Are you all ready then? Yes. Yep. Are we dropping down, Cuddlebarn? Yes. Are we... Like, are we <clears throat> We're gonna dropping down and, like, is this somebody that I should charge? Or... Oh, no. Just, like, okay. no. No, no, no. Uh, we're... We'll, we'll... Hopefully it won't come to that. Um, but, like, yeah, definitely, you know, ink up. Well, yeah. All right, so Matt goes back down, talks to Hogue and... Bill Foster. Uh, and when he does, you see the wrecking crew begin to kind of back off into four corners of the dome. Uh, Riot is in the process of going after the wrecker. And you see the dome drop. Thanks. Bring into motion. Uh, we um, we're just floating above it, basically. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you guys can place yourselves where wherever you want to be. Um, as we kind of go down, I'll be like, uh, just uh, let's start with trying to um, maybe build a structure to contain riot, so it's not uh, attacking these people down here. Um, you can try. It's only so strong, though. Right. We just need to buy a, a few times, just enough time to get there here. Wait, I can, here we go. So where am I? Mm 
right, Shatter, are you going in as well, and Theania? Oh, uh, Frick, you're muted. I had intended to stay back with Theania. I was actually just messing. My computer was kind of freezing, so I was making sure it was working, testing, moving them around a little bit. But okay, so just Cuddle Bear and Nick's going in. Do you guys feel like you need backup? We'll we'll yell if we need you. Yeah, well, let's hang back. Once that dome goes up, they're not getting in. Not. I don't feel right sending you guys in there. I was going to say, at least look, let's lower the ship within the dome when the dome comes back up. Can we do that? You can do that. Yeah. That'll be enough. Let's at least do that. If Uh, they bring the dome back up, I got the dome taken care of. I hope. Right. They they are bringing the dome back up for sure because they're trying to contain Riot within there. Yeah. Okay. Hey, shut up. All right. So, Dome, you, you guys drop in, uh, Cuddle Bear and Nyx. I'm going to try to land, like, on Riot. Mm hmm. Basically. Let me see if I can get the ship out here. There, oh, <laughs> it's big. Nice. All right. I'm going to take it off to the side just a little bit so we can see what's going on. But there you go. Okay. All right, and then the the dome goes back up. Yeah. All right, so now you are uh, inside. What do you want to do? Um, like I said, I want to just try to land on Riot, basically, so I can uh, be close when I try to communicate with her. Okay, and like physic, like solid or phased? Uh, phased. Okay. All right, so you're able to get down on her uh, without alerting her to the fact that you're there. Uh, so at this point, I, I'm not going to roll initiative just yet. Uh, Cuddle Bear, since you're the one that's going to make the first action, I'll let you I'll let you go. Um, do I know what her what her real name was? Uh, not the real name. No. Uh uh-uh. It wasn't in like any of the the files about the experiments with them. Um, yeah, it might have been actually, and uh, I'm gonna have to look that up. So give me a second. <laughs> I do really like the trippy. Uh, That's pretty cool, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heidi. Heidi. Um. So I'll end there. Heidi, can you hear me? Uh, let's make a reason roll here for her. Oof. <laughs> 53, white. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, uh, that's, uh, I guess that's a no. You get basically a. <sighs> just like an internal growl and actually external uh she felt something in her brain and it paused her for a moment and she kind of is looking around as she's growling trying to figure out where that's coming from um okay Heidi it's it is me Mr. Colo Bear um I am a friend you may recall we helped save um, the scrolls 
not too long ago. And I have promised to cure you. Do you remember? Can you hear me? I'm just gonna keep trying to like, oof, jeez, killing me. Uh, she, at this point, uh, now picks up going after uh, the wrecker. Uh, and she's moving towards him with her uh, arm morphing into like a drill uh, and is beginning to force an attack on the wrecker. And yeah, Nyx, um, once she started moving, Nyx would probably either create a wall or encompass both Cuddlebear and Riot okay. in a uh, inky blackness. All right, go ahead and make that roll. Arma. 18. <laughs> I'll, make, I'll push it to green. Okay. All right, uh, so you oh, are Look able... who it is! Hey, Fernando. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Did you come to play the game, Fernando? <laughs> oh my goodness, that song is... That song is... Yeah, I, know, I think every time you, you're late, we're going to have to abuse you with that song. <laughs> it took... It took a long time to get my daughter to sleep. <laughs> okay, so um, you're able to form the wall uh, that's made of amazing material strength, correct? Okay. <laughs> Alright, so Riot takes a swing from the inside of the... Is it a wall or a dome? Dome. Dome, okay. So she takes a swing from the inside of there, and you see her arm pierce, drill through uh, the blackness of the shield. Uh, but you succeed in at least slowing her down a little bit where she's not able to actually reach Wrecker with that, but she's drilling a hole through the wall and tearing it up. Um, so before you do, let's go ahead and do some initiative then. Pulling you guys up here. Shatter, I gotta move you out of the way for just a second so I can actually reach you. <laughs> there we go. Um, I didn't move myself in there. I'll get you. Cuddles? What the fuck? Kinda needed you to go first. <laughs> Does anybody have like an Uno reverse card we can throw down real quick? Um. And as far as the wrecking crew goes, I'm going to treat them as ones uh, for right now, uh, so they'll go after the rest of you guys. Okay. So they couldn't have called off their dogs while we came in to help. The well, they, they they did they they pulled back so that you guys could get in uh but oh. they're staying they're staying inside the dome okay spider wasp you have first initiative is there anything you want to do i'll hold my action okay i Mix. will roll for multiples though all right Mix. uh i have a plus four. Oh, sorry yeah thank you i had a plus one actually you don't you've got more than that i've found a a something that we apparently did wrong a long time ago on your sheet, but you have oh, a plus okay. four. Uh, I do? Mm-hmm. I don't oh, okay. know how that happened, but... 
uh what Theoria, what's your what's your uh modifier believe plus three karma not the air shark i don't want to <laughs> it made me quick holy air shit shark. i'm glad i called karma that's... Yeah, I have a plus three initiative bonus. Alright. Okay. Next. Multiple actions, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I gotta get uh Erebus, where are you at? There you go. Well, that's green, so I have two actions. Erebus, I'm moving you into the dome because ah. that's that's where everybody else was. Sounds great. I know exactly yeah. what that is. <laughs> You've missed a lot. There we go. I don't know what you're talking about. I've been here the entire time. <laughs> I think we need to have him open a plate. Has he and been here the whole time? <laughs> Fern, if you gotta you speak up, man. If you want to go to the uh, combat encounters, the two swords up in the menu on the upper right, uh, and then you can roll your... There you go. You got it. Okay. And then what's your bonus on your uh, initiative? Settle. Yeah, Zippo. All right. <laughs> okay. You got your multiple actions, Nix. Yep, I have two. Um, Cuddlebear, are we trying to extricate this guy now? I would like to calm her down first, um, if at all possible. Uh, sedate her, in fact. Um, uh, I'm going to force the uh, dome to be uh, a sarcophagus around her. Okay. Kind of closing it in. Yeah. What would I just my you know, control? Yeah. Green. Okay. All right, Theania. Right. Um, I'm going to roll for extra... Blast it? I can't. Hang on. I gotta move the air shark. It won't let me click oh, on me. Sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. I know I ask every time. What do I roll for that? Uh, fighting. Fighting. Okay. And do I, I have a plus on that? Um. Or no, roll, not for. You roll just a regular fighting on that. Okay. Karma. Blah. And you'll need to get that up to a 31. Okay. I'll spend the karma to do that. Oh, sorry, no, 35. 35, okay. Shit, 36. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me! My, it's, it's my old man eyeballs. <laughs> and it's dark in here, I can't see. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'll spend the I'll spend the fifty to get it there. No, fifty? Wait, hang on. Now I'm asked wrong. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, but no. Okay, I need to get it to fifty. Uh, no, you need to get it to thirty-six. Thirty-six. Where did I get? Mm. Oh my lord! Now I'm broken. <laughs> twenty-two. I was spend the twenty-two. <laughs> lord, I'm usually really good at math. And then is there anything you want to do as an action, or do you, are you going to hold? I'm going to hold. Okay, shatter. 
I will go ahead and roll for the multiples. Karma. Nice. There we go. Yeah, there you go. So you get one extra. And okay. Um, but yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold them both same as same as and see what happens here. All right. And Erebus, uh, and just so you know, uh, Fern, basically what's going on is uh, you guys have basically been sent into this dome to uh, try to calm Riot down. She is uh, making a mess <laughs> of the area right now, and you've got damage control outside the dome that uh, is trying to contain the damage to this area and the wrecking crew that it has been fighting Riot inside the dome. Okay. The wrecking crew's been fighting Riot. Mm -hmm. And if I want to calm Riot down, I would want to try to neutralize the wrecking crew or I would want to try and neutralize Riot. Or is that just entirely like... like... The wrecking crew has been ordered to fall back uh, to allow you guys the opportunity to try to calm Riot down. So, at this point, the Wrecking Crew is not an enemy. Okay, got it. We also have history with the Wrecking Crew, so we definitely don't want to fight them. We're trying to we're trying to look good here. Okay. Now, I I will say just to clarify this for you, Dragon. You have a history with people that had those items before. These are not the same ones. Oh, oh, okay. So th basically, these are the these guys are using it legitimately, I guess, with author authorization. Authorization from from damage control, right? Damage control oh. confiscated the items, and now they belong to them. I misspoke. I should say we have history with damage control, and they don't really like us, so we're trying to look good. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Um, all right, and so far, uh, nobody's really trying to damage Riot, because uh, that wouldn't necessarily calm them down. I'm wondering if maybe I can um, preemptively, basically just uh, uh, looking at my uh, electrical generation, I'm wondering if maybe I could just try to like just charge something a little bit. Um, but without actually releasing it, just start to prepare it just in case. Gotcha. Okay. Sure. But otherwise, I think I'm just going to wait and see what happens. Okay. All right. So now it goes to Riot, who is going to attack the, the sarcophagus that she is now in. and got a yellow. Uh, so she begins to drill some more and you see uh, another hole now kind of poking through where she is forcing her way, trying to force her way out of that. Um, and now we should go to Cuddlebear. Uh, two will roll for multiple actions. I'm gonna call Karma for that. My dice have been sucky. Uh, 53, unremarkable is 43, left screen. Uh, so that's two. Uh, actually, the first, I'm going to just um, basically uh, reach out to Riot, uh, who's 
uh, going through all this stress and trauma and freaking out um, and try to get her to walk her there. Um, recognize that the people around her are trying to help her uh, and to get her to basically calm down. To, uh, I want her basically to try to not calm down, but get control of herself. Okay. Um, gonna knock that over there. Uh, I'm gonna call Karma. Pick seven. Maybe it's G7. That's yellow. Oh you my know. god. <laughs> oh. She rolled a 99 and got a <laughs> yellow. <laughs> You're a bastard. <laughs> uh, so now we roll back up to the top of the round, the same round. So anybody with extra actions, which I think is just about just about everybody, and anybody that's holding actions, which again is just about everybody. Uh, so we come back to the top of the round, so back to Spider Boss. Yeah, I'll still hold my actions. Okay. Nix. Oh, uh, muted. I'm going to fill up the sarcophagus. So, uh, my dark energy poison would start affecting her next round. Okay. All right. Theania. Muted. I'm I'm gonna hold. Okay. Shatter. Question. Uh with Spider Wasp and Tiana holding, does that stack from round to round or are we just holding? Just uh, holding now until we move on to to the next one. Follow up question. Mm -hmm. Uh from what I'm at with Tiana on the ship, if if there is glass on any of these signs that I that I can reach and control, mm -hmm. uh we're going to attempt not any we're going to slowly move this glass toward Wrecker as body armor as I would do for myself since gotcha. Riot is so near him uh, mm -hmm. now how he reacts to that we will see but if glass is coming slow and it's you know it's not going to like to him or anything we're just going to try to give him some protection gotcha okay go ahead and make okay. that roll uh, oh hold on a second there we go. Okay. Well, work, work. Oh, there we go. Okay, there it is. Karma. Oh, hello. Hey, there you go. Oh, All right. I, that is some very non-threatening glass. <laughs> the most non-threatening glass you've ever seen. And I think with that roll, you're able to do it in a way that he doesn't even notice it. Good. That's perfect. <laughs> then yeah. So he's got glass body on. And I'll hold the extra action. Alright, Erebus. You might see some sparks coming out of my fingers, but man, I, I, at the moment I don't have enough information to be able to really uh, know if I should be zapping anybody. Uh, so I think I might just uh, continue to hold. Gotcha. Alright. 
Uh, Riot is going to take her second action uh, and attack the dome once again. And got another yellow. Uh, Nyx, what was your initial role in creating the dome? Oh, muted again. It was a green. It was a green? Okay. All right. Make an endurance roll. Karma. Um, yeah. Uh, it's 84, so I'll make it 94. It's red. Okay. All right. You're able to maintain it. Uh, when I see uh, Riot still attacking... Uh... I think I'll, I just I let everybody know like I can't reach her. It's just like animal fury in there. Uh, we're I gonna we're gonna have to take her down the hard way. The stone killer. And it does come back to you, Mister Colbert, if you've got another action. I do. Um, and now I'm going to basically try to do what I did with Ultron and um, kind of uh, momentarily like phase uh, or come out of phase in her to try to knock her out. Okay. Uh, which would I guess would be fighting or yeah. Where would you want me? Uh, fighting? Yes. Mm -hmm. I will call Karma for that because my fighting is not so good. Ooh, 75. Um, remarkable. Oh, that's the yellow. 85. Um, I'll go ahead and take it to the red. Okay. How much damage? Um, what would that be like coming out of phase? Uh, what's your fa what's your phasing power? Amazing. Okay, so 50. Yeah, and then I take that too. Uh, correct? Yep. Um, and that's a possible stun? It is a possible stun. She rolled a yellow, no stun, but took the damage. 30, um, and then I take 50. Um, and that would be... Those are my actions. Okay, Spider Wasp comes back to you. Um, I see no reason to drop the dome, so I'm just gonna watch. Okay, Nix. Multiple actions. Uh, have you already burnt through yours or my two? Yeah. You burnt. You burnt through your two. Okay, so we're still in the same round at this point, okay. so we're to anybody else that was holding then. So, Theania. Okay, I mean, Cuddlebear says he needs help. And so, you all have dealt with her before. What's what's a good plan of attack here? I don't feel like I can just sit around anymore. Uh, yeah. Attack. yeah, just brute force. It's a, it's a big-ass creature. Well, I mean, she's still human in there, but it's going to take a lot to bring her down. 
and she's got one arm basically punching through the uh, sarcophagus that she's in that Nyx is uh, formed around her. So it's you're going to have to make a, at least a yellow feat to be able to hit. Any known weak points on her? Or is she just too mutated for anybody to know anymore? N- none that you know. Yes. Now you have, just to remind you, your... Um, I know I have my, yeah, my plasma. Uh, two, well, your tooth and nail daggers. Yeah, your plasma mm-hmm. daggers. They cut through up to amazing body armor. Okay. I'm jumping in. Okay. Um, <laughs> thanks for the hoodie, <laughs> Colin. Uh, you're welcome. I found a way to just tie it creatively. I didn't even have to cut it up. So, um... I'm going to come in with tooth and nail on that arm that's trapped just to see if I can do some damage to it and give me a nice anchor point in case I need to swing off and try to hit any other part of her or try to get the out of there if this doesn't work. Okay. Make a fighting feat, and that's going to be utilizing your uh, weapons master power so on the monstrous column all right karma oh my lord got a green uh you can take it up to a yellow because you've got to get a yellow to be able to to hit because you're kind of targeting a a small area there Mm -hmm. um so for where you're at you got to get it up to a 51. one okay Uh Okay, I'll spend it. All right, so you take the plasma dagger out and then you sink it into that drill arm that's coming out uh, and it cuts through the armor uh, and hits flesh. Uh, So you are able to do a little bit of damage to her. Um, We then go to Shatter. Do you have any more actions or you you got one more? The one extra that I was holding... um... I'm debating two courses of action here. Let's uh, let's bust up some more glass, and let's do let's uh, we're gonna classic throw it head for the eyes. Let's just classic every, everything I can at her face. I know she's wearing a lot of body armor, but if we can get anything anything up there on the face, can't, can't reach the face because she's uh, she's she's encased in that sarcophagus. Oh, the only thing you can see is that arm. I forgot about the sarcophagus. Okay. All right, then in that case, shit. Okay, you know what then? So Tiania just jumped down on the head down for the arm to attack, right? Mm-hmm. Do the same thing, but with the claws. We'll use the uh, the ten- tentacles to, you know, uh, kind of attach myself to the do some damage and attach myself to the arm. If I can get back to the damn character sheet. Please work with me. There we go. Karma. No, wait. Oh, 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 tentacles. There we go. Karma. And we'll take them to yellow, which will be... Yeah, so I'll take 
18 to get to yellow. Okay. And then they do how much damage? Incredible? Yep, it's incredible. Okay. Alright, so you... Are you attempting to just hold it? Wait, essentially, I mean... So the the way I'm picturing it, like they're they're sinking in if they can, mm-hmm. but if they can't then yes to at least hold on where I'm not like flying all the way to hold on to her where where I can get to do damage. But yes. if they can into the arm and then be pulled out, then yes to do damage. Okay, all right. So you grapple the arm, uh, and you're not able to actually pierce the armor uh, okay. with the tentacles, but you at least do have hold of it. Okay. Um, Erebus comes to you. So is it... Um, no one's attached to the arm currently, right? Shatter is now, yeah. Well, through and, glass, though. Right, and Theania has got her knife in it. Okay. Um, I imagine at this point, grabbing the arm is probably not going to be the hardest thing in the world, considering you've got multiple people kind of like holding on to it. Okay, can I grab the arm? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I don't know how familiar you are with Street Fighter, but that Blanca, uh, you, you know that Blanca? <laughs> and he goes, like, yeah. um, that's essentially what I've got in my head is that I'm just going to grab that arm and I'm just going to basically turn into Blanca uh, to some degree and uh, just vibrate with electrical generation. Okay. Theonia, do you have any more actions? I don't think so. Okay. All right, so uh, Erevis, you're going to make a... I think it's going to be a fighting feat then for you to... or either fighting or strength. Which are, I think, for you, both the same. same. Yeah. Yep. Uh, karma? Oh, oh. look at that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here, here's what happens. You grab hold with your, uh, with your little glowing hands and light them up. Um... It does conduct, uh, so Theania, uh, you're going to need to make first a uh, agility feat. Okay. I don't get anything. Uh, Actually, you do, I think, with acrobatics. Okay. So if you scroll down to talents, uh, that's on the incredible column. Incredible. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Right. Karma. Okay. So you pull the dagger out just at the last second uh, and kind of save yourself uh, from that. Shatter. Um, You've got two choices here. You can attempt to make an agility feat to kind of pull away so that you don't get shocked. Or you have... A power that you don't use very often, and that's reflection. That's your ability to resist and redirect energy. So Erebus is doing excellent 
damage with uh, his electricity. So you could actually redirect that back at um, Riot if you wanted to with your uh, redirection. And you're you, muted, I think. You're muted, Rando. Hello. <laughs> I started this. I started this game with a hundred percent and thought I would make it. So I'm down to six, and the charger <laughs> I working. So I'm oh, just panic there, but it'll be fine. Um, yeah, we're gonna try that reflection with remarkable. Uh, that's a great idea. We'll call Karma on it. Hey. Okay. Take to red. Okay. All right. So. You see Riot basically kind of, well, at least the arm that's sticking out of there kind of seize up uh, <laughs> and it gets basically two shocks that are sent into uh, into her. Um, so now we come back up. Does anybody else have any more actions or is that the end of the round at this point? Yeah, that was possible. possible kill as well. Oh, that's right. It is. So I need to roll for Riot on that. Thank you. Oh my God, look at that. <laughs> look at that. All right, so she goes out. Uh, and I'm just going to roll real quick and find out how many rounds she's out. But she's reduced to zero health. She's out for seven rounds. And she'll start to basically make death saving throws at this point. Uh, so, yeah, she drops. I say, <clears throat> thank you, Erebus. That was Mission most... accomplished. You know, I'm glad I was here to help. <laughs> now let uh, us stabilize her and try to get her back to the lab or back to the medical center. All right. Who wants to do the three pat? You're okay. And roll a reason feet. Uh, I will. Uh, I'll do the little pity pat on her chest. <laughs> yeah. Make some we'll biscuits. Make some biscuits. Uh, call karma. Uh, was the second thing I did, but uh, eleven. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll spend twenty to get it to green. Okay, all right. So she she will survive. She will survive. <laughs> and uh, next, do you keep the sarcophagus around them? Going, to, I'm going to uh, reduce it to a, a neck band. Okay. It just goes around their neck, but it still is going to be touching her. Okay. So, um, like these death rolls, maybe, I mean, this is a mechanic question. So, mm -hmm. I mean, okay, she still has whatever health. She just happens to now be rolling death rolls or? Well, she, now that uh, Cuddle Bear did the magic, you're going to be okay uh, and rolled the reason feat, uh, then she stabilizes at this point so she doesn't need to make the death saving throws anymore but basically the mechanically the way that it works is they have to roll endurance three times uh and on if on the third time they fail then they're dead but if i'm doing damage to her each round mm -hmm. 
does that trigger a death save or is it, it now yeah, or is it, it now just going off of her health it it would yes yeah so if she takes further damage then she has to make a death saving throw each time that she takes damage I'll, right. drop it. I'll drop it no neck band just drop it. <clears throat> all right so the sarcophagus drops uh and everybody around now sees riot slump over onto the street unconscious um and i'll, I'll call in to bring the ship in it's like we got her well the ship is hovering above you yeah. uh okay. so you'll have to get it because it's still in the dome yeah and i don't think anybody's in it unless we have an autopilot that can fly Aaron. into us Oh, I thought, oh my god, I thought Colin was in it. Mm-mm. No, I'm on the top of the building. In case they don't drop the dome when they get you out of there. Uh, uh, but you called for Karen to kind of move in? Uh, yeah, to, to, to come down basically and let's get her, get Riot loaded up here. Alright, so yeah. Karen brings the ship down. Uh, and you guys go about the process of kind of loading her up. Uh, Anne-Marie Hogue walks up to uh, the dome, and she says, "Um, Excuse me, (laughs) where do you think you're going with her? We are going to try to save her life. She's dying. We'll be taking her with us. Thank you for your assistance. Do you have a medical facility capable of helping her? We do, and we have a containment center that should be able to hold her. Well, think about it. We're not really going to get her in our ship and then fly to, you know, Midtown and then land and have damage control not follow us. (laughs) True that. So Fair enough. Um, well, then she's all yours. Mr. Foster, take down the shield. And he lowers the shield. Uh, and the damage control agents begin moving in along with the wrecking crew to uh, collect Riot. Uh, they bring in a truck uh, and load Riot into the back of the truck. Um, Anne-Marie approaches the group and she says, well, we found ourselves in an interesting little predicament. It's nice to finally see you face to face. You're fortunate you have a good lawyer. I just go, meow. So, Mr. Murdoch tells me that you're in the process of discussing the Sokovia Accords. Am I to assume that you are considering the uh, agreement? Oh, it's it's being heavily considered. Yeah, we should probably get back to that. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. Considering. A lot of considering to do. Um, you see some of the DC agents kind of starting to kind of 
move in a little bit. They don't put their guns on you. And she puts her hand up and she says, no, no. They're free to go. But just know, we're watching. Well, you're welcome for the help. Um, good day. Just call yeah. no time. See ya. <laughs> uh, Nyx is gonna uh, grow some tentacles and pick up Theania and Shatter and move the three of us into the ship. I turn to, to walk away and then kind of stretch and so she can give a good look at my butthole. <laughs> All right, um, Erevis, you can't fly either, can you? No. Yeah, so a third tentacle to pick up Erevis. A All delayed right. one. Just, just like, oh, I forgot about you. <laughs> is the truck that Riot is on still, has it left yet? Um, no, not not just yet. So I'm gonna, I'm still invisible, kind of hovering. I'm gonna follow the truck to see where they take Riot. Okay, all right. What do the rest of you guys do now that you're on the ship? And I'm gonna let everybody know that. He said, I'll meet you, I'll meet you back. Uh, I'm gonna see if we can get a hold of the re the rest of the scroll kill crew and let them know what happened and see if they need uh, assistance. Okay, yeah. Uh, and you can contact uh, Riot uh, and all right, uh, sorry, uh, Ryder, and let him know that you know you've taken care of Riot at least for the time being. You can come and pick them up. He gives you their location, and you guys can take them to the base and get them patched up. Um, Spider Wasp, you are following the uh, the truck. Uh, everybody, kind of, there's a few more cars that kind of pull up. Actually. Sure. SUVs that kind of pull up to gather up the uh, other agents uh, and they all kind of make a parade and head in towards Midtown Manhattan. Um, and they bring you to a uh, like six-story uh, building in Midtown Manhattan, pretty nondescript for the most part. Um, and then they pull around back uh, to like a loading dock area mm -hmm. and back up the truck there. Uh, several of the agents come out with a couple of the members of the wrecking crew because the wrecking crew are definitely going to be the guys that are going to be lifting her out of there because she probably weighs about two tons. Right. Um, and they take her out of the truck and then wheel her into the facility. Okay. Um, I'll just note the address and head back to the headquarters. Okay. I just kind of want to know where they are. All right. So you know, you know where they're located now. Okay. okay. When you guys all get back with the scroll kill proof, what's, uh, what's the intent here? Uh, I got. I guess I'm gonna just get to the lab and get to work because it seems like the condition is advancing. Um, yeah, at least get it deteriorating. Patch uh, them up. Um, see what. I feel really guilty about letting damage control take riot. I just want to make sure they're okay. Ryder understands that her hands were tied. Well, I just hope that they don't 
conduct more experiments on her. Um, that's the last thing that I want, but under the circumstances, I don't know that, like you said, that you had much choice in the matter from the sound of it. Yeah, well, we know where she is. We can see if they, you know, we'll know if they move her at least. We can, you know, keep an eye. You know, have tell Karen to set up some sort of, you know, satellite surveillance, you know, track, you know, take a pic, you know, see what she can get to make sure, let us know if they pull Riot out of their, the building. Well, here's the thing, guys. I know that you all have made the offer to try to help us. But with what happened with Riot today, I think our timetable just got moved up a bit. You guys remember Moonstomp? No. No, I sure don't. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you wouldn't. You're the new guy, right? So, uh, yeah. Moonstomp has the ability to shift back and forth, kind of like Riot used to. Uh, and he can take the form of a minotaur. It's becoming more difficult for him to shift back. And I'm afraid that we're going to end up in the same kind of situation with him very soon that we did with Riot, if we don't figure out some way to get all of us cured of this disease. So... Well we can put him in a sort of suspended animation to buy a little extra time. We've recently made some upgrades to our facilities. Well, I'll talk Cut to him up. and I'll see if maybe he'd be game for that. Cuddle, take as much of my DNA as you need. Thank you. You know that I have, uh, apparently I'm special. Maybe there's something in me that'll help. Yes. I have a, I've begun to have an idea on how, how I can cure them. Uh, yeah. Essentially editing their d DNA and isolate, if I can isolate their the scroll DNA from the human DNA and then edit it out. I think I can cure them. Um, this might not help. Sh Shatter's situation is going to be a little bit different, I fear. But yeah. they not currently die. And if you'll recall from the last session at the funeral, uh, Tony Stark had mentioned that he has a friend of his. Dr. Banner. Dr. Banner. That uh -huh. might be able to help and has a lab potentially that right. might you know expedite the process yeah so that's what I'll, I'll try to get in contact with this this dr banner okay um matt has come back with you guys oh, yes. and thank you for helping you're welcome um speaking with 
Anne-Marie Hogue. Kind of sparked an idea. Hmm. Do tell. And I'm just going to run this by you. Just planting a seed. If there's some way for us to arrange for you guys not to have to be tagged with these tracking devices. I'm wondering if there's a way we could partner you with damage control. Because damage control is sanctioned by the United Nations. Hmm. And those four guys they had in that dome, I did not detect a tracking device on any of the four of them. I'm open to any solution that doesn't end with me wearing a tracker. I guess I'll sleep with the devil to not wear a tracker. Become a sanctioned task force. It's, it's a long shot. Essentially, what we're already doing, but we would we would actually get paid for it, correct? There's that as well, and with what you guys did today, that showed an act of good faith, both on your part and the part of damage control. They didn't have to agree to the arrangement that I made. You guys proved that you were able to eliminate a threat. And you did so with no damage to anything around you, which is what they're all about. And you contained the threat. But it sounds to me like you've got your work cut out for you in trying to help the rest of these folks out, this scroll crew. Um, let me do some work. You get in contact with who you need to get into contact with to try to cure these good folks. And then we'll meet back up here, let's say in a week. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yes. If, if I'm sticking around that long, then at least I want to know how much would be getting paid. <laughs> Room and board? Excuse me. Oh. I was getting that already. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, if we become like a task force. First, yeah, for somebody that wasn't going to stay, you decorated your room kind of nicely. <laughs> yeah, you, you missed the uh, the nickel and dime tour earlier. Uh, they, they built you a room. <laughs> there you go. I pulled you yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, even temporary homes need to look good. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I, yeah. If we've got to working with damage control, can 
keep us from being tracked or keep us from being vigilante outlaws. It seems like a viable option to consider. What kind of strings would that come with? Well, that I don't know that I have the answer to. That's what's going to take me about a week to try to work out. It will certainly be a step above uh, what they're offering with these accords. Yeah. That's a non-starter. No tracking. As long as I don't have to go to, like, weekly meetings, I'm okay. Tiani, I'd still work on getting yourself a mask. Definitely going to work on that. We do have new 3D printers. Ooh. Costumes for everyone. <laughs> we can I have our own matching outfits, guys. Yellow and oh black. Oh my gosh! <laughs> We're going with my color scheme. <laughs> okay, as long as it keeps me from being incarcerated. Um... Yeah. I'll do what it yeah. takes. Now that I am wearing clothes, no one will know it is me. <laughs> I'll have a different, I'll just have like a collar that I wear for like the, my secret identity. Mm -hmm. A collar. <laughs> See the collar with the bell? I'm just a cat. Right. You know, but that, you know. that one's got a bell. It's just a house cat. <laughs> <laughs> Owen has a flea collar. He's kind of mangy. <laughs> All right. So I think I'll probably call it for tonight. Um, give you some karma, uh, which would be 200 karma points for everybody on uh, tonight's little adventure. Ending so soon. I don't know. <laughs> you just got here. <laughs> Yeah, I apologize about that. No, that's all right. It happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I guess at the start of next session, do you want to try to get in contact with uh, Bruce Banner? Yes. Okay. All right. So I'll get that part worked up, uh, and then uh, then we'll kind of go from there. So it sounds like we might be making a little trip across the border. Yay. Oh, this is yeah. In South America he's, or something at this point? He's in Mex Mexico, Mexico, isn't he? Mexico, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mexico, down Mexico. That's where he was during She-Hulk, so. Yep. Yeah, I couldn't quite remember. Sounds fun. Hey, get a little beach time. Yeah. Ooh. Work on my tan, which I could probably <laughs> change at any given time. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, good game tonight. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. We're, we're going in a different direction, I think. Uh, <laughs> we'll see where this takes us. It'll be fun. All right. Taking us to Mexico, obviously. Yes, indeed. Everybody got their passports. <laughs> Can Do cats get passports? Cuddle bear? Oh, man. Just the quarantine time. Before they would exactly. We'll just put them in baggage. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got. Good night, Good night everyone. everyone.
Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Right, we'll see you. See you in a couple weeks. Uh, bye, guys. Bye. bye.